quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I have lovely guest Tara who's here to ask a parenting question and I'm so grateful for her. She is one of our IG followers and we are going to dive into her world a little bit and hopefully answer her question. So Tara, welcome and thank you for being here. Will you introduce yourself? Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, this is something I, I mean, I, like I said, it's a dream come true. I'm Tara. I have three girls. They are 12, eight, and two. So let's talk about your parenting question. Why don't you start wherever you want to? What's going on? Where are you struggling? And what's the hardest thing to deal with? So my oldest daughter, she's 12. She is has very big emotions. I mean, like they're big. They're really big. And, you know, up until probably the last year or two years ago, it took me a while to recognize that, okay, she's just strong-willed. She's very sensitive. It's like, she's not just bad, you know, um, and struggling. So I have always like punished, you know, um, phones taken away, electronics taken away, grounded. You're not allowed to play with your friends. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. And it's like almost like a sense of control that has not worked at all. Um, so now trying to kind of transform to this new way, I am finding it more difficult because she is not used to it. Um, so I guess my question is basically like how to start this with older kids, because like my younger one, we've been doing special time, me and my older daughter. And now my youngest one, she's asking for it. And, and her and I get a lot of time together because while the big girls are at school, it's just her and I most of the time. Yeah. I was rocking her last night and she was like, special time, special time. Like we'll do it tomorrow. So with her, she kind of flows with her sisters, but I'm finding I'm having a hard time keeping it consistent with my oldest daughter because of her emotions are so big. Sometimes I don't feel like she's receptive to this new way that we're trying to go about. Yeah. Okay. That's a great place to start. First of all, good for you for deciding 
hey, I don't want to use these punishments and consequences anymore because they're not working. A lot of people will just say, well, I'll just use a harder punishment or a... Oh, I've a tried. <laughs> it doesn't work. Well, it doesn't work. <laughs> at least you're abandoning it now. Yeah. So that's yeah. a kudos to you. I think that's a huge part of this parenting methodology is that when you can let go of that, it creates an almost instantaneously more connection. Mm-hmm. But almost instantaneously, it creates more feelings. Yes. Because the punishments and the consequences tamp down and squash the feelings because kids will be good or at least they try to be good temporarily right, to get the phone back or <laughs> to get to be with their friends. So that now when you don't have the punishments, you've got all these backlogged feelings coming out. Yeah. So maybe a good mindset change is to think of your daughter as purging her old feelings that every time she gets upset and maybe it's about, you know, a grade at school or a friend doing something or her sister doing something. And when she's having these big feelings, it could be these other stuck emotions that are underneath that are coming out. Yes. And so she needs to. Yes. We actually have, we printed this out and it's like an anger iceberg. Like when she's having a hard time, I'm like, okay, what are you feeling? And she can point to it. And a lot of times it's like the, the, what she's upset about at that time, it's like, it's deeper than that. And yeah. if I really sit with her and I really like be patient with her and let her just have her feelings, it eventually does come out. And it's like, she holds it in and then she just explodes. Yeah. When a kid is, you know, having a big feeling and a big emotion, their prefrontal cortex, their reasoning center of their brain is not working. So they can't think well, they can't reason, they don't have good judgment. And keep in mind that reasoning center isn't fully developed until after 25 years old. So in those moments when she's totally disconnected, when Dan Siegel says you flip your lid, she can't think well. So trying to get her to journal or to access what feeling it is or to make sense of her own emotions might not be possible. Yeah, it's not until she like calms down. And another thing I know um, I've heard on your podcast too is like sit with them with those feelings. And there's times where like she genuinely just does not want me around. She just wants me to go. She wants to be in her bedroom by herself. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit right here and I'll sit like right outside of her door and tell her like, I'm right here. But a lot of times I'll have like her sister with me. Yeah. So it makes it a little bit trickier. Like just the other day she had uh, like a, an upset and she calmed down in her room and then she came downstairs and she let it out and I hugged her. And then it was like, she just like melted into me. And it was just like better after that, you know, like not better, but like she felt better. Yeah. Um, and you know, and it's like, we're still kind of recovering from it from, and that was on Sunday. Of course. And that's why I, it was really important today that her and I like really connected. She needed that. And, 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 and I've realized too, with the special time, if we don't, aren't consistent with it for a couple of days, like, I feel like I need it. Like yes. I need it almost like as much as I feel like she does as we're like, I start to get like, all right, where are you at? Let's spend, you know, let's spend some time together. I agree. And that's such a good notice. That is such yes. a good notice. I feel like our limbic system needs to connect with them. This has to be worth it. Like I'm not just a nurse and a cook and a driver. I'm actually a person who needs connection too. Yes. And, and like I said, I feel it, yeah. which 
kind of brings me to like my next question. Are you looking for ways to parent without yelling or threatening? Do you crave to understand connection and how to use it in everyday practice with your children? Is remaining calm a challenge and staying away from shame hard? I can be helpful. I've been there and I've also helped so many parents overcome their parenting challenges with my one-on-one programs of either six, eight, or 10 weeks. We dive into what's specifically difficult in your own family and I tailor ways to help you remedy them using connection instead of conventional parenting methods. Go to www.peaceandparentingla.com forward slash private hyphen sessions and find out more about my private one-on-one courses. I'd love to see you there. Sometimes she isn't interested in special time. You know, if I'm like, okay, we're going to do special time, you know, when Marley goes to bed or we're going to do special time in, at five o'clock and I'll give her the tablet or I'll, you know, find something for her to do. She's like, I don't like total attitude. I don't want to do it. It's for babies. And, and I'm like, whatever you want to do, you choose. And it's like, well, I don't want to choose. You choose. That's not the point of this. Like, yeah. I want you to have fun. I want you to, you know, so I'll be like, she loves to dance and she loves to cook and she loves to draw. So I'll try to do those things. And then Sometimes she's enjoying it and it's great. And then sometimes she looks miserable, but then I notice just a shift in the next day or the next morning to where it's like, you looked miserable, but you, you needed it because your behavior is great. Like we're, we're having a smooth morning. (laughs) Yeah. You can tell. Okay. Wait, two things. One, I want to get back to this idea of you sitting outside, which I think of her door when she's having these big feelings, which I think is a great tactic. What I used to do is I would get paper and I would write notes and I'd say, I know you're having a hard time. I'm right here. I'll never leave you when you're upset. And then I would put it under the door. I like that. I would inevitably get a note back. Sometimes it'd be like, I hate you. Like, like, I understand you do. It's okay to hate me right now. I'm still here, honey, no matter what. And then I just keep sliding. I have the old notes, you know, I've kept them. Yes. And we had these long conversations where she was just mean, 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 mean. And I just validated, 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 validated. And then all of a sudden it was, I love you, mom. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can listen to a child like that with those notes. You really can. So try that. It's a good. Yeah. I like trip. that. And then this other idea, you know what? She's, is she 12? Yeah. She just turned 12 last month. Yeah. yeah. 12's the magic number, I swear. It's like everything changes at 12. Oh, it was like day and night. Like one day it's like, we want to cuddle and watch a baking show. And then it's like, don't touch me. I'm like, oh my gosh. I have a 13 year old. And when she says, I want you to come in my room, I'm like, yes, yes, ma'am, right now. I'm, yes. right now. Like, I'm taking every opportunity I can possibly take. Yes. Because you do end up getting a lot of rejection. And I think that's part of them creating space between us because they're trying to be bigger. They're trying to be stronger. They're trying to figure it out on their own. So just don't stop asking. Yeah. And you don't have to call it special time when they become 12, 13, 14. I think it's more like, Hey, can I hang out with you? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I thought about like maybe saying like changing the name is something a little more like cool, but I didn't like want to take away from it being like special. You know what I mean? I mean, her, her dad was like, maybe like, maybe she feels like a baby. And I'm like, I think she does, you know, and I don't want her to feel like that, but it's important because I noticed a difference. Yeah. So I would, I do unannounced special time with my 13 year old because she does. 
it's weird. My 16 year old still says, mom, I need special. Okay. She's 16 and she, but she went through a period where she wouldn't call it that. So it's okay to change the name up. <laughs> or don't even call it at all. Just be like, Hey, Hey, do you, do you, can you hang out with me right now? Are you, is it okay? It, is it okay? Is it okay? And then when they say no, she'll try to just, bargain. It'll no. be like, I'll be like 10 minutes and she's like seven and a half. And I'm like, eight and a half is the, that's the lowest I'm going eight and a half Fine. <laughs> bargain with me like well we wonder where did she get it yeah exactly. yeah because the kids who are you know the kids who bribe their parents often they were bribed like yeah, yeah sure I'll do my homework if you get me a be a Sunday or whatever yeah I think too is just when she says I don't want you to be here or you know no I'm not hanging out with you then say okay well I'm, I'm coming back don't you worry I am coming back later so you come back maybe an hour later and say do you have, do you have eight and a half minutes for me now yes. <laughs> you, know, you have to get very hum, humble I think yes and the little things I've like like I've heard like thumb wars um staring contests um those she loves so if ever or like can I put my finger on you like I've done that and that's Good. worth um all the tricks yeah, oh I'm, I've listened to probably every podcast like Probably two or three times. Oh, good. I'm so glad. I usually listen to them on the way to pick her up from school, just so I can like prep myself and like know, get in the good mindset. Yeah. <laughs> but we were shopping today and she kind of like leaned into me and I like kind of embraced it. And then she pulled away and I'm like, yeah, why didn't I just sit there and take it? <laughs> Did you do the eight hugs? Do you do the eight hugs a day? I don't know what that is. So that is something Virginia Sateras, she's a um a parenting expert and a relationship expert. And she says that eight hugs a day is what you need to maintain your relationship. Okay. 12 hugs a day is what you need to improve your relationship. So sometimes with my teens or parents of teens, I try to say, try to get eight hugs a day. And you can tell them like, I need eight hugs today. And so when are we get, when, when are you giving me my hugs? Cause I got to have my hugs. And so then you ask them some of as me used to be like, oh, I hate your stupid hug game. Like, I don't want to hug you. And I'm like, oh, I know. I understand. But just please, just one, one more. One one more. Just please. I need one, uh, just a little hug. And she'd sometimes she'd say no. And sometimes we wouldn't get all eight in. But if you try, it really does. It's incredible how much it changes the dynamic. I'm going to definitely, I've tried, I literally have tried everything and I'm open to trying anything. So that's definitely going to going to be something that we tried. My youngest is she's a big cuddler. So, and I have noticed a lot of the stuff I do with my older daughter, I've noticed her doing it with my younger daughter. Like when my younger daughter's having like a hard time or a tantrum that just last week, she's like deep breath, smiley in and out and like breathe. And it was like, that's what I do with her when she's having a hard time. So she's, she's getting it. It's just when she's in the moment, like you said, it it's not clicking there. So, no, and I would just, in those moments, just let her go unfettered. Mm-hmm. No, no, anything. Just, honey, I'm right here. I know this is hard. And don't have, you know, we don't, sometimes we want to like give them techniques to like calm down. But I think in essence, and sometimes they need to get more upset in order to get through to the other side. Yeah. And like I said, once she went in her room and she was in there by herself and she got it together, she came down and she just, she was ready then for me. Um, and it was like, I felt bad because I ended up, did end up going downstairs. I did feel bad, but it was like, she, after sitting there for 25 minutes, it was like, I had to kind of move on a little bit. 
And I said, I'm going to go downstairs and start getting dinner ready whenever you're ready to come down. And then she did come down. So Yeah. And that's life. Like we can't be the perfect listener all the time. We've got kids, we have things going on. We do our very best. And I think that's great. And she responded well. So good for you. And it was like, I felt bad. Like I felt like I was doing something wrong by like leaving her, but it was like, that was what she needed. So in the end, it ended up working out, but like, I felt like kind of guilty, like leaving her in there and letting her be by herself. And, but then, like I said, she came down and, and, and we kind of smoothed it out. Great. So. Great. Thank you so much for listening to my incredible conversation with Tara. And I welcome you back next week where we continue the conversation because it was so rich and full of so much great information. We didn't want to miss anything. And I like to keep my episodes short. So I will see you back here next week where we can continue this incredible conversation. 